This is the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. Hey, what's up, y'all? Welcome to episode 195 of This is the G Podcast. Yes, yes, yes. Uh huh. You know it. Man, we've averted a shutdown in Washington. We now know who shot Tupac. Hopefully, in New York City, man, the water has receded after some state of emergency level flooding, man. Our friends and fam, our hearts go out to them. All is well in the world, right? Not really, but you know, we're going to talk about it. Each week we do news, politics, pop culture, that piping hot tea from the one and only Tanya B. Only five episodes away from the 200th episode of This is the G Podcast. Stay with us, y'all. Thank you for joining us for another week. We greatly appreciate you. Let's get it started with news from Syracuse. Mike, Mike, what you got? News team, assemble! It's time for the week in news with Syracuse Mike. It appears the Hollywood writers' strike is coming to an end and the first major impact will be on late night and daytime talk shows. You could see those shows back on the air with new content very soon. But movies and scripted TV shows are still impacted by the unresolved actor strike. Industry analysts expect you and I will probably feel the impact of the strikes through higher streaming costs. A new ABC News Washington Post poll indicates big problems for President Biden in a rematch with former President Trump. The poll has Trump leading by nine points, 51 to 42 percent. Even some ABC analysts admit the poll is an outlier, with most other polls showing the race neck and neck. Age and the economy continue to be key factors hurting the president's poll numbers. A New York judge has ruled that Donald Trump committed fraud for years while building his real estate empire. The former president was seeking to get a civil lawsuit against him thrown out. The judge's ruling came in a suit brought by New York Attorney General Letitia James. The judge found Trump and others, including his sons Eric and Donald Jr., routinely and repeatedly deceived banks, insurance companies, and others by exaggerating his net worth on paperwork. So just how bad were the exaggerations? One example, Trump said his three-story penthouse was nearly three times its actual size and valued the property at $327 million. No apartment in New York City has ever sold for anything close to that amount. Tuesday, President Biden became the first sitting president to join a picket line with union workers. Stick with it. You deserve the significant raise you need and other benefits. The president showed up at a General Motors redistribution center outside of Detroit. The visit followed a public invitation from UAW President Sean Fain to Biden last Friday as the UAW expanded its strike to 38 sites across 20 states. The union is seeking 40% pay raises over four years for auto workers, a four-day work week, and other changes. Army Private Travis King, an American soldier who fled across the border from South Korea to North Korea in July, is back in U.S. custody. After being expelled by North Korea, King crossed the Chinese border on Wednesday, and Chinese authorities handed him over to the U.S. Embassy, who then arranged for him to be flown to a U.S. military base in the region. He's now back in the U.S. The State Department says King's relatively quick release from North Korea doesn't really mean anything about the current relationship between the U.S and that country. I would not see this as the sign of some breakthrough. I think it's a a one-off with them being willing to return this private. 
A government shutdown is set for this weekend unless something happens fast in Washington. It could impact millions of Americans. House Minority Leader and Democrat Hakeem Jeffries criticized House Republicans for not holding a vote on a bipartisan Senate bill that would buy a little time and at least fund the government through the weekend. Extreme MAGA Republicans face a clear choice. Put the bipartisan continuing resolution on the floor of the House for an up or down vote and we can avoid the extreme MAGA Republican shutdown. Far-right Republicans say they won't budge without a bill that includes border security measures. The man police believe was responsible for the 1996 death of Tupac Shakur has been arrested. We are here today to announce the arrest of 60-year-old Dwayne Keith Davis, a.k.a. Keefe D., for the murder of Tupac Shakur. That's Sheriff Kevin McMahill in Las Vegas. Davis is accused of orchestrating the drive-by shooting. He has admitted in the past to providing the gun. The case got a boost after he started telling people what he knew about the shooting. All of the other suspects tied to the killing are deceased. Diane Feinstein, the oldest serving senator and the longest serving woman in the U.S. Senate, has died. She was 90 years old. Feinstein became a national figure as mayor of San Francisco and then had a major impact in Washington, D.C. President Biden. She was a historic figure, trailblazer for women and a great friend. Plagued by health issues, Feinstein announced earlier that she would step down at the end of her current term. Thanks, Mike, for the headlines. Man, we got a lot going on this week. This is a crazy week, y'all. We're going to get into it, but not all of it. I'm going to let Mike cover most of it. But the Newsmaker crew is here for episode 195. Give it up for the one and only Tlaib Shabazz. I've been saying Shabazz, man. How you let me get away with that? I use both. It depends on who I'm talking to. So, you know, both are correct. Both are correct. Okay. So, so, man, we got a whole lot going on. You got a crazy day. And full transparency, man, when we tape, y'all, we taped the Saturday like before. So uh, as we're taping now, man, the government is is making an attempt to delay the shutdown. I think they're trying to delay it for about 45 days. Yeah. Um, uh, McCarthy is daring people to <laughs> to remove him, you know, for trying to keep the government open, which is crazy. And, and you know, one of the big things that I'm hearing of Tlaib is if they can't remove Ukraine, then it looks like this is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but also what I'm hearing is... Um, the Republicans really don't have the vote. They're going to have right. to get a lot of Democrats to come over. Plus, it's not going to really hit the broad economy. It's going to hit the government economy, the yes. government workers. Right. And but but, you know, it's another bad optic for Biden. You know, all these strikes going on, you know, the up and down economy, gas prices. And now, you know, the government is, yeah. is shut down. So, um, you know, just real quick, man, you know, your, your, your take on what's going on. I just think it's terrible. You know, it it just doesn't make sense to me why you have a group of people who were elected by the people to represent the people who want to see something negative happen, like a government shutdown. I just, I don't understand why we go through this every year. Like, you guys know this is coming. You know what I mean? And the Mm -hmm. fact that Gates, uh, Matt Gates and or Gates, whatever his name is, and, you know, the his ilk in the in the Congress, you know, just the fact that these guys are doing everything that they can to not have. I mean, uh, in order to have a government shutdown is just preposterous. You know, this is not doing the people's work. It's silly. It's silly. Yeah. It's unnecessary. And I'm, I'm tired of it. 
you know, and I'm sure, you know, that there's a lot of people out there who are tired of it as well. Unfortunately, you know, I have some people that work for GSA and other government agencies. And, you know, this is like, come on, y'all. What are we doing here? You know, you imagine because this is going to impact as you fly people who travel. Yeah, uh, it's going to it's going to impact TSA because they're going to be asking the TSA workers what you know, that's, you know, think of a TSA worker going to work without getting paid. That ain't right. going to happen. No, no. <laughs> uh, the, the air traffic controllers, because, you know, you know, the, some of the brothers and sisters who work TSA is like, I ain't getting paid. Come on, oh, hell no. Coming in. And that's what I'm saying. It's, you know, it's I don't understand why you're in favor of striking, you know, yeah. gates, gets, whatever. I don't understand Getz. I don't understand Mm -hmm. why Getz is willing to go on a strike himself, but still, you know, try to villainize, you know, the the UAW and the other striking workers out there because that's what they're doing. They're they're trying to hold. They're they're trying to uh, have a strike. You know, like if we don't get what we want, we're going to make sure that the government shuts down. Well, why would you want the government to shut down? You know, you guys still get paid. Congress mm-hmm. still gets paid in a in a government shutdown, but the government employees don't. And this is just well, let me know. let me let me interject, man. I'm gonna say okay. this. I I know there was a bill, you know, as we tape uh, this episode this week that came up to where it would remove funding for Congress, so they they wouldn't get paid. But you yeah, know they, that bill right. didn't pass. Of course it didn't. <laughs> but just like but, their honestly, always do. <laughs> that's you know? the way it should be. Right. You know, I, I mean, I think I think Congress shouldn't be paid during a, during the shutdown. Their officers, um, all their employees, all the people who work for them, the, the pages, everything, everybody, yeah. yes. the president, vice president, all those who work, you know, in that in Congress, in government should not right. be paid. All those who are overseeing the legislative process should not be paid. No, you know, if, they, if, they, if you're not willing yeah. to, to negotiate and help. Go ahead. I'll you know, yeah, I'm just saying, man, listen, you know, this is Congress is the only job mm-hmm. where if you don't do anything, you still get paid. <laughs> These guys haven't passed budgets, you yeah. know, they're not. I mean, there's bills yeah. that are just going by, you know, going to the wayside. It's all kinds mm-hmm. of stuff happening in Congress. And basically, Congress is getting nothing done, but they still get paid. That 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 is just preposterous to me. Yeah. And, and one thing and, you know, I'm going to move on because we, you know, I think, you know, yeah. it, it's, yeah. we spend enough time on it. We, you know, <laughs> I. I, I, I <laughs> You know, I, I do. Be- I do believe. Uh, you know, I think, and and this is controversial, man. Not everybody agrees. I, I you know, I, I'm. You know, I think we really have to think through the aid that we give Ukraine. And the reason I say that, I think UN and NATO have to be more responsible when it comes down to actually funding the war in Ukraine, not just the U.S. Because my concern is we're funding a war that Ukraine can't win. You know, I don't I just I mean, if if they had a really good chance of winning this, you know, it it just seems it it seems like we are even though we don't have troops there. okay, it just seems like we're funding Afghanistan all over again, not to the extent, not to that level of funding. But, you know, we're we're just funding a situation where we can't win. Yeah, Uh, I I just don't I, I don't see Ukraine ever beating Russia. 
that's no. not going to happen. No, you and know? plus, and they're, and they're fighting politely. You know, it's yes. not like Ukrainian troops are rushing across the Russian border. You yeah. know what I mean? They're, they're, they're fighting a polite fight. It's not, yeah. come on. You know, and that's the reason why um, it looks bad on Biden, because Biden, you know, the you know, your son was doing business in Ukraine. This is, yeah. you know, Ukraine has been um, a sore spot on your radar for a while now. And here you are, you know, putting more money into Ukraine. It looks like there's something really, you know, that something shady could be happening. Yeah. And, and, I, and I don't I just look at it from a war stamp. You mm-hmm. know, I look at it from a standpoint of, you know, there are many things in America currently that need funding that yes. require funding. Yes. You know, I look at our transportation issue. And, and if you live in Atlanta, you know, I know we got an infrastructure bill. But just this week in Atlanta, a huge hole opened on 285 on, on I-285, which is like the circle that goes around the city of Atlanta right. and call it the perimeter and metal like these. What do you call them? The metal rods yeah. in the concrete were sticking up out of the ground. And this is happening, you know, all over, especially South Atlanta, more so South Atlanta. Right. And, you know, for for our transportation in America sucks. It really does. Yes. You know, traffic is ridiculous. We 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 are, we aren't even thinking about high speed rail. You know, right. that's the kind of shit you could take that kind of money and maybe in some of these cities and you know, LA. Look at fucking LA. Who wants to drive in LA? Right. No one. <laughs> you know, no one. You know, but we can look at these areas where we have ridiculous traffic and, and these slowdowns mm-hmm. and, and maybe take some money and try to do something with high speed rail or, or do something to help the transportation in these metropolitan areas. But no, we want to spend this money, you know, fighting well, wars. And right, fuck yeah, it. because because when we fight wars, especially endless wars like Ukraine or Afghanistan, you know, yeah. defense contractors make money. Yeah. And, they're, you know, and they're ilk. So, you know, it's, you know, we're backdoor paying somebody else for something else that we're backdoor paying someone for something yeah. else that we don't necessarily need, something that we really shouldn't be involved to the level that we're involved in. But that's, you know, that's that's how it goes. Money can get spent and money gets lost and you don't really. And there's really no accounting for it. Yeah, so true. So true. Number two, man. Uh, Tupac's alleged murderer has been arrested in Vegas. Uh, Dwayne Keith D has been known as one of the four suspects for years. All the others are dead. <laughs> I mean, he's 60 right. years old. Uh, you know, he said some things in a 2019 memoir that kind of raised the suspicion. He's said mm. stuff over the years. And now, you know, after 37 years, he could go down. And Tupac's sister, uh, I think her name's Shakua, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Shakur, says uh, she's been waiting for, for this day, but she's going to hold her breath until it actually goes down. What's your, what's your take on it, man? That's that's like bullseye. In your in in your hip hop generation, would I would, am I correct yeah. in saying that it's kind of yeah, kind of bull stuff for you? Most yeah. definitely, you know, yeah. Pop was actually somebody that I met and you know got a chance to kind of hang out with because uh, one of his cousins uh, was going to Clark. Mm. So you know, when Don was in school, Pop was around and hanging out at you know at the house. So you know. That was somebody that was personal to me. You know, it wasn't it wasn't just, you know, looking at an artist. It was somebody that I really know. You know, he got us into the uh, um, 
Digital Underground show at the Omni. You know what I mean? Wow. So, you know, yeah. it was, um, you know, for, for him to go the way that he went um, was, was, you know, gut-wrenching. Um, hmm. So, you know, for... Uh, you know, it's crazy to me how you can go 37 years, have suspects, you know, and and not take action. You know, mm-hmm. um, you know, there was always the, you know, the talk of a conspiracy, you know, when it came to, you know, his death and how how the, you know, that police may have been involved and, you know, with his death, Biggie's death. You know, it's just that, you know, you got no answers. Come on, y'all. You know what I mean? There are, I, you know, it just, you know, I have a lot of well, thoughts. So, okay. Well, give well, me, give me, let me ask you this. I'm going to start you on one. Okay. Um, and, and, and I'm not saying this, this is only alleged. It's all, it always comes up. Mm-hmm. The, the, the puffy thing. Yeah. Um, because you know, it always comes up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, especially, you know, I had brothers, you know, my timeline, social media, when they going to start talking about puffy? Now that they mm. got him, when they gonna start talking? When are they gonna oh. find out that Puffy, you know, funded the whole situation? Which I, you know, I, it's alleged. It's crazy. Yeah. It's a conspiracy theory. Nobody really knows. But what are your thoughts? Uh, you know, there is something going on, and we are not being privy to to the real facts in the matter. Um, mm. Puffy is, you know. Puffy's kind of a Teflon Don, you know, there was never any repercussion from the the trampling, you know, at the uh, step shows, you know, 20, 30 years ago that he was involved in. Uh, He's been able to kind of slide past a lot of stuff. Did he really have something to do with it? I don't know. But, you know, there there is enough suspicions where, you know, you could really say, yeah, you know, there's something worth looking into. But, yeah. you know, he's got the uh, he's got the billion dollar shield right now. And, you know, I, I always go back to the J-Lo. <laughs> the gun, remember the gun situation? Yeah. And sure, it's <laughs> like that, that, that money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, that, yeah. It's, you know, uh, and that's the know. thing. Again, when you have money, we'll when you're on that level, you know, yeah. yeah, there are things that you will be able to get away with just because you can buy your way out of situations. And glad. it's all alleged. It's all yeah. alleged. Yeah. Nobody, but, nobody's saying anything, but I'm just saying what you see yeah. in social and, media from a lot of people in the industry and the businesses, when is his name going to come up? Candidly, yeah. it will never come up. It won't. I don't see it. It won't. It won't it ever won't. come up because this looks like a gangland retaliation right you know so right. it's never going to come up he's east coast and he lost biggie yeah so yeah so yeah you know it's just um i'm glad that there will be some justice finally for pop um mm-hmm. and his death i'm hoping that we can really get to the bottom of the biggie murder as well because yeah. those two things were you know kind of stuck in the craw of a lot of people um, yeah. And it will give some kind of healing to the hip hop community as well, as well. You know what I mean, as a mm-hmm. whole. So you know, I'm 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 excited for it. You know, if I, if you can be excited about a murder suspect, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Well, thirty seven years. Yeah, come on, let's come on, guys. You know? I mean, people, we're we're still getting excited about JFK. Right. Finding out, you know what I'm saying? America, you know, America still. Yeah, I mean, just recently. Theory. Yes, you know, yes. There was some updates. So, so on this. Yeah. you know, 
there's certain conspiracies that never never end they just yeah. keep going they True. just keep going True. All right, man. Hey, hey, I know you don't have anything big this week. I do, man. Big nah. shouts to you, man. I just got to say thank you to Lee, bro, uh, <laughs> in, inviting me to be a part of your big panel. Oh, yeah. Thank man. you, bro. And, yeah, and, bro. and I really I, I take pride, man, in in my, my behind the scenes uh, contributions uh, to the industry uh, during the time and pre hip hop, post hip hop, whatever. Yes. I never post because we're not right, even there right. yet. But, still but, with, yeah. Within it, um, <laughs> but but during my tenure as music director in Atlanta and, and my PD years, man, um, and and many many don't know. It's interesting, man, that when I took over, man, the station was under a payola right. investigation. There was right. like it was a big. I mean, you know, I'm walking in. I was a mixed jock, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, I was I was doing you know producing the morning show, and I'm a mix jock. So I, I walk into the radio station, and if you live in Atlanta, you know a guy named Mark Winnie. He is the mm-hmm. uh, like investigative reporter. Yeah, and still WSB. is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like the '90s, like '90, '90, '90. Yeah. So I walk in, and Mark Winnie is like I open the elevator, and Mark Winnie's there with the WSB TV cameras. Uh, I walk over, you know, I head in the, I'm just going there. I'm just there to drop my mixes off as a mix DJ, right? Look over in the lobby and the TV is on and our, the V call letters are like on the TV screen. And he's like doing a live report from the lobby. So dog, it was big, man. I (laughs) I took over under payola investigation. You know, if if you know the name Joe Isgro, it was all, you know, connected to that. It was a big deal. And, and, you know, we couldn't piss. You couldn't take a piss without documenting. Right. During, during the four-year period that I did that, man. So mm-hmm. my shout-out goes, uh, you know, to all the people who had to work under that. That was yeah. tough. And, and, you know, Regia, um, mm-hmm. you know, who, who was there with me, and, and, and Tony Brown, some of the other folks. It was crazy, man. Yeah. And my props to those. And, and I think, you know, again, we, we talk about, man, giving contrib- giving uh, props to those behind the scenes. Yes, and, yes. you know, just saying thanks, uh, you know, all those who because sometimes like we talked about, you know, a lot of folks come in and ride the tsunami. Right. <laughs> you know, exactly. They ride the wave. Exactly. When the force behind the tsunami never gets mentioned. Right. Right. You know, so. So, you know, my shout out, man. And it's interesting because I, I have conversations with people like, you know, Brad, Brad Davidson. Oh, yeah. Who mm-hmm. used to be the big the big Atlanta rep for Jive. Larry, yes. Larry Kahn, who was his boss. Larry mm-hmm. would I always love, be saying. I love those man, guys. Larry would be saying funny shit because Larry used to do stand-up comedy during that period, man. But a lot, yeah. I mean, you know, just saying, just yeah, because he was, you know, he was, you know, he, he, you know, Larry. Come on, that makes sense. It makes sense. And and my shout out to to the reps, man, who knew and just let us do our job, knowing that there was a whole lot of fucking pressure. It was like like Goodfellas, man. You pick up the phone and you hear people breathing. Wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, you know, people don't understand, you know, shit. Call me Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> but but shout oh, out, wow. you know, Jarvis Raheem Kilo, man. You know, yeah. that was a that was a good period, man. We had a lot of fun. You Indeed. know, a lot of uh, we Indeed. still were able to, you know, we were still able to do shit. Right. Even though, you know, we could pick up the phone here. <sighs> <laughs> Call me Scorsese. <laughs> I got, I got you, Scorsese. Come on, I got a story for you. I got a story wow. for you. But wow. the other thing, man, and before we wrap, um, the agreement. Uh, I, I guess it's an agreement. A Tennessee judge said that the uh, conservatorship is over now. I thought the shit was over. <laughs> the ex- I thought, it, I thought they, they killed it. They, 
the Tennessee, this just came down. A Tennessee judge has said she's ending the conservatorship of ex-NFL player Michael Orr. Uh, the agreement reached in 2004 gave Sean and Leanne Tooley uh, legal control over Orr's finances. Her ruling does not end the legal feud between Tooley's and, and, and Orr. Uh, the Tuies have been asked to give some specific accounting details on how the money has been used. So we'll mm. keep you posted on that. Yeah. That's interesting that that's, that's still going on. Yeah. But yeah. but congratulations to him for that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. the conservatorship, I mean, I understand why it's in place, but, yeah. you know, people have the ability to abuse it. And yeah. that's what we're looking at. You know, it seems, you know, yeah. I, I'll wait for the facts to come out. But, you know, I'm I'm proud of anybody that can come from under that scenario and still be, you know, a whole human being. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So we'll see. Hey, we'd love we'd love your thoughts, man. Your, your feedback. Uh, go to castropolis.net. Uh, choose the people poll. Uh, leave us a voice message and I'll play it back. I'll play back the best. Call me Scorsese. Call, hit the people poll. <laughs> Scorsese come on Martin <laughs> you know where I am we could do a whole no, damn man. podcast but thank you again to leave yeah. man let man. me give you because I, I know as, you, as we say you. you know we, we uh, you know tonight you do the, the panel yeah. and after the panel I'm, I'm gonna air I'll run I'll run our our conversation, man. Okay. I it was, okay. You know, I really appreciate. It. I mean, there was so much shit that we didn't talk about. That man, that's talk. true. That's true. But <laughs> but, but yeah, you know, we we hit some of the important points. And and really, again, the the thing is, is that you know, my my uh, my goal and what I do um, is really about shining light on those who were important. You know, mm. and it's not always the name brand. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, um, you know, just to give you your flowers while you're still here. You know what I mean? It, what you do is appreciated and what you've done has been appreciated. And I thank you for it. Man, I appreciate that. But, you know, call me Scorsese. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to uh, I got some stories, bro. I got some stories. Hey, man, big, big thanks to the Newsmaker crew. Thank you, Talib. Thank you, Talib. All right, Appreciate all you, right. man. Bye. We'll man. see you next week. Hey, man, you know, the, <laughs> can I say this before we go to break? The Golden Bachelor, the true mm. Golden Bachelor, yeah. is doing his Golden Bachelor thing. So I'm going to give it up. Okay. All right. To the, yeah. the true <laughs> Golden Bachelor vibe. Is being golden. How can you be the golden bachelor with a honeydew list? How you gonna be? You can't be the golden bachelor, but he's the golden bachelor. So shout out hey, to him. Do your whatever. thing, bro. Right. We love handle you. It. We love yeah, you. We know it. we do. Love you, bro. <laughs> Let's take a break and we'll come back with uh, the tea with Tanya B. Appreciate you again, Tulip. Thank you, bro. See you next week. More. This is the G Podcast. After the break. Hey, everybody. What's up? It's Tommy B from This Is The G Podcast. We are now halfway through 2023. And if you've been thinking about starting your own podcast uh, in 2024, I'd love to have a chat with you. The Castropolis Podcast Network is currently accepting new shows. And if you have a clear vision and a unique voice, let's get in touch. Reach out to me at info at castropolis.net or visit the website castropolis.net. Simply click on the Contact Us button. So go to castropolis.net, click on Contact Us and just 
leave me a message. I'm Tommy B from This Is The G Podcast, and I can't wait to help you start your very own podcast journey today. Now then, children, it's time for tea. It's tea time, y'all. Sipping the tea with Tanya B. Yes, children, it's time for tea. It's your girl, Tanya B. We're going to sip this GT right here on This Is The G Podcast. Got a lot to get to, so let's get this party started. We've got to send prayers up to Crazy Bone, a member of Bone Thugs and Harmony. He has been extremely ill in the hospital, suffering from sarcoidosis. It's the same disease that took Bernie Mac from us and has something to do with anti-inflammatory and autoimmune. So we just send their prayers and hope he makes a full recovery. Now, as I told you a while ago, Usher has become the official Super Bowl 2024 halftime performer. And if you don't make it to Vegas to see him, you're going to have to wait for a while because he is launching a global tour after he does a couple of dates for uh, these jingle balls around the country, these radio shows. I'd also mention to you about an alleged former gang member named Keefe D and his alleged involvement in the murder of Tupac Shakur. And as the saying goes, loose lips sink ships and Keefe has been flapping his gums and his one tooth since 2018. The 60 year old has now been indicted for the murder of Tupac Shakur. And he also allegedly made a claim that he was offered $1 million by Sean Puff Daddy Diddy Combs to shoot Tupac and Suge Knight. I said allegedly Time will tell. It's been over 25 years since Tupac left us, and this sounds like it's going to be a real long miniseries, y'all. Now, Tiana Taylor and Iman Shumpert swear that their breakup has nothing to do with cheating. But you know, side chicks of today are not quiet at all. Not only has this alleged side chick of Iman Shumpert gone public, but she's been posting receipts like pictures with Iman's daughters and his mama in them. Mm-mm. Oh, well, I had always heard that they had an open marriage. So this may not look bother them. It shouldn't bother us. Okay. And other marriage and breakup news, of course, the Jeannie Mai and Jeezy saga continues. But their 15 minutes of fame is just about up. Oh, my goodness. It's getting about as boring as all outdoors. Now, Jeezy may be having second thoughts about the divorce. He takes off his wedding ring. He puts it back on. But they're living under the same roof. And Jeezy probably cannot put Jeannie and their daughter, Monaco, out of the marital home. Neo and Kevin Costner tried it, and they were not successful. But Jeannie has some baggage. In addition to having her mama living with them, not a good idea. She also moved her brother into the house. That might just be a little too much to take. And Jeezy can't put them out either. They've been there more than 30 days. So they are basically his tenants. Carrie Washington has a book out and man, she did an amazing one-on-one last weekend with Robin Roberts. She found out that she is the daughter of a sperm donor and the man that she is known as her father is not her birth father. She drops a lot of bombshells in her books about uh, overcoming an eating disorder, terminating a pregnancy. She's been real transparent and that's a lot for her because she's really very, very private. Well, child, will somebody go around the way and get Britney Spears? Forget about her promoting her tell-all book. Now she's posting videos, dancing with knives and exhibiting some visible cuts, talking about (laughs) those were props. I don't know what's going on with her. We got to lay her on the... 5,000 Black Baptist Church authors in Atlanta as well. Well, Alicia Keys 
is now Alicia Tees. She's launching a line of teas. That should be interesting. Now, a story has landed in my mailbox about Chris Brown being sued again, not by a person, but this is a business lawsuit, allegedly. Word from the curb is that he's getting sued for $2 million for an unpaid loan to buy two Popeye's chicken franchises. Mm-hmm. That could be a real mess. He is not like Megan the Stallion and her hottie sauce and her hottie chicken. Oh, well, it is what it is. Has the alleged eternal bachelor Jamie Foxx had a change of heart about getting married since his most recent health scare? Word from the curb is his friends are saying, Jamie, don't do it. Don't do it. But apparently he's very much in love with his 20 something year old blonde girlfriend. Mm, I don't know. Also, how about this, y'all? J-Lo has another recording contract. She gets a record deal, but she don't sell any records. But she's got something else to worry about because I hear she is hot as fish grease. Tommy B about the photos of her husband, Ben Affleck, and his ex-wife, Jennifer Garner. Before you know it, she'll be going with him to the shower to take out the trash, to take the kids to school and everything. Uh, Ben Affleck and Jennifer Garner have three kids, but she's been known to be the savior, always cleaning up his messy behavior. J-Lo, she ain't got time for that, but she's got to know what she signed up for, Tommy B. At least Ben Affleck won't ever call his ex-wife or his current wife the wrong name. Hey, Jennifers, how y'all doing? That's all I got. Got no more. It's been a slow week for news, but I still had to let you know what's going on it's your girl tanya b don't forget to subscribe to the podcast check us out live on youtube and effective immediately you can check out the bird wire hands down bar none the undisputed home for the best new and classic independent music on demand 24 7 at the website castropolis.net be kind be safe be cool and be careful have a great week, everybody. What you watching this week, Tommy B? Thanks for that, T. Tanya B. This week, my three suggestions are adaptations. Two are based on books, one based on a webcast. The Other Black Girl is a dark comedy about a young black woman who starts working at a publishing house. She realizes quickly she's not the only black person in the building. The show is a sharp and insightful look at racism and the microaggressions that black people face on a daily basis. It's kind of a mix of a drama, comedy, horror, and social satire. And, you know, think Invasions of the Body Snatchers, uh, Spike Lee's Drop Squad in reverse, Bad Hair, and Get Out rolled into one movie. What's more interesting is realizing that the producers involved have been on the record for struggling with their race identity. Working on this project had to give them some kind of emotional outlet and it's a good addition to Hulu's Onyx Collective. It's based on the 2021 book by New York best-selling author Dakia Dalila Harris. My next pick is the comedy Dreaming Whilst Black. Dreaming Whilst Black is a British comedy series written and starring a Johnny Salmon. Originally a webcast, it became a television pilot that developed into a series which was broadcast on BBC Three. It's currently been picked up in America and is airing on Paramount Showtime via the studio's deal with A24 Studios. Now, some of you may know that A24 Studios is known for indie horror films like X and Hereditary. It's well-written, y'all. It has a great cast of newcomers, great acting, and most of all, the chemistry is great. 
I really love Dreaming Whilst Black. It's hilarious and heartwarming. It also has a great reminder that we're really kind of all in this together. I hope it's getting viewership and I hope Paramount promotes it more. And also I hope it finds its footing among American audiences. Finally, how can y'all not watch a Lakeith Stansfield series after the brilliance he gave us in Donald Glover's Atlanta? He's now starring in The Changeling on Apple TV. The Changeling is a visually stunning and thought-provoking show that will stay with you long after you finish watching it. Lakeith gives a tour de force performance as a man who is searching for his missing girlfriend. The show is dark, it's atmospheric, but it's also incredibly moving. Lakeith plays Apollo. He and his girlfriend Emma's love story seems like a fairy tale until Emma mysteriously vanishes. Now there's a whole lot more to that, but I'm not gonna spoil it for you. Distraught, Apollo finds himself on a death-defying odyssey through a New York City he didn't even know existed. The Changeling is based on Victor Lavelle's best-selling novel of the same name, and each episode is actually narrated by the author. Though this story is beautifully produced and well-acted, I will say director Melina Matsukas, known for Queen and Slim and Beyonce's Formation video, could have have made the adaptation for television a little bit more cohesive to retain that weekly audience. The key to the changeling is whether you choose to stick through some of the confusion. Will you suspend your disbelief? One warning though, the premise around children will make you a bit uncomfortable. It is not for everyone. That's what I'm watching, y'all. If you're watching, I want to know what you think. Come on, jump in. Jump in on the conversation. Go to castropolis.net. Leave your feedback. The best ones will air. Thank you, and we'll see you next week, y'all. As always, big thanks to Syracuse Mike, Tanya B. Vibe, Tlaib, author and political analyst, Harold Michael Harvey. Yes, thanks to the crew, Millennial Nick, Lady J, Regia, Music by K-Dub, all those who make it happen each and every week. Don't forget, y'all, every Sunday, 6 p.m., we stream first. Links in the social media bio or just go to castropolis.net. Share us with friends, y'all. Don't cost you nothing to share. Uh, PSA one for this episode, uh, our love and, and really our prayers go to our folks in New York, man, our friends, our family up there after up to eight inches of rain fell this week, uh, flooding in the streets, subways, LaGuardia airport. Here's to your recovery. Here's to a speedy recovery. Uh, PSA two, and this comes from millennial Nick. He passed this on to me with the, uh, strikes in Hollywood seem to be ending, uh, on the pathway to, uh, being resolved. Y'all better go out and find some cheap DVDs. My recommendation to you, because, you know, get your favorite movies, your favorite shows, and just load up, you know, find these dollar bins, $5 bins, because these new deals, they're going to pass um, it on to the consumer. I'm, I'm really confident that's going to happen. Higher streaming fees. I remember you thought you got rid of cable, but now these streaming fees are going up, y'all. Prepare yourself. Don't be held hostage by digital Hard copy DVDs, my people. Yes. Appreciate you all for supporting the show each week. Don't forget to subscribe, turn on the notifications, get the bonus episodes. And now we're doing the daily five minute episodes, the little shorties during the week. Make sure you subscribe. Just go to the podcast app, your favorite podcast app. 
Also, you can subscribe on YouTube. Next week, the big Troy University homecoming. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> what you want to see? Let me know. It's going to be crazy. Y'all join us. And with that, episode 195 is in the can. Have a great week, everybody. Peace and power to the people. You've been listening to the G Podcast with your host, Tommy B. The G Podcast is a production of the Castropolis Podcast Network. Thanks for listening.